the New Jersey Devils are just one win away from advancing to the next round of the playoffs and taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. They have a chance to clinch it against the New York Rangers tonight at Madison Square Garden. We have a lot to talk about in today's episode of Locked on Devils. Jersey Joe accompanies me on today's episode as well as we're going to preview game six and give our thoughts throughout the course of the playoffs up to this point. Buckle up, everybody. You're Locked on Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked on Devils with Trey Matthews. All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to Locked On Devils Podcast here on Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play play announcer, Devils Rider for Pucks and Pitchforks, and also part-time credential media member, Trey Matthews. I am joined alongside Jersey Joe once again. So, Jersey Joe, the Devils are only one win away from advancing to the next round of the playoffs. They have a 3-2 lead over the New York Rangers. Uh, obviously, I shared my thoughts in the previous episode, and now it is your turn to share your thoughts on the game because, like I said, the Devils are just one win away from sending the New York Rangers back home across the Hudson River. Well, first off, before the series started, I said Devils and six, and Me I too. meant Me it. Too. I meant it. And I know Ranger fans were laughing when we were down 2 nothing. Back to game five now. So I always tell people, uh, no matter how great this team is, they still give me agita when I watch the Devils play the Rangers in the postseason. It really does. The true X factor for me is Akira Schmid across the board. I sent you my article, and there's a calming effect he has on this team, and this team just believes in him. And I know I sound like a, like I'm into being a, like in a Zen garden, but he has that sensei type uh, ability. He controls things, like you mentioned before on the other podcast. 90% of the game is mental for a goalie. Other 10% is physical. Yeah, so you're referring to how I think Timo Meyer got underneath the skin of Igor Shesterkin because I, I – be- I, I don't want to digress away from um, from Akira Schmidt, but I just want people to know, like, uh, in the previous episode, I talked about how Timo Meyer was sort of being a menace towards uh, Chesterk in, in, in period number one, and it seemed to get to him just a little bit. And as a result, we saw uh, Chesterk just have a bit of a collapse in net for the New York Rangers. Obviously, the first couple goals were kind of fluky, but that goal uh, led up by Dawson Mercer. That that that's definitely not a fluke. And then obviously Eric Holla was able to get the empty netter later on, but digressing a little bit. Yeah, Akira Schmidt has been so good in net for the New Jersey Devils because you got this 22-year-old kid, this rookie, and basically he's coming in and just shutting the door down against the Rangers. And I said in the previous episode, he is building up one hell of a story arc for himself because if you think about it, like like everything I just said, the odds are stacked greatly against him. Like he shouldn't even like going into the playoffs. I think we expected for him to like maybe just play maybe one game during the first round in case it was like a dire emergency or in case it was a safe face. But, you know, Lindy Ruff, he, he pulled the trigger early in game three, let him uh, start. And now 
here we are. And the Devils are just one win away from clinching. And I would say, Akira Schmidt, if, if there were MVPs for the first round, I'd say Akira Schmidt would hypothetically be my MVP just because of way, uh, just because of what his impact meant, especially in game number three. So Akira Schmidt making all these great saves at such a young age and also just doing it against a team like the New York Rangers and building up that confidence uh, come next round because knock on wood, but 79% of the teams that win game five usually end up winning the series. I was knocking on wood, by the way. That's what that knock was for. Um, yeah, I'm superstitious, so I keep it that way. I've been that way since I was a kid playing baseball. But anyways, I digress. But back to Schmidt, you look at the way the playoffs have been. With a minimum of three games, you see the goal saved above expected per 60. Akira Schmid leads the whole entire playoff goalies in that category. 1.567 goals saved above per 60, topping Igor Shesterkin's 1.108. And Linus Ulmark is a 0.777. So what does that really say? It means Schmid's only given up two goals in three games, and his goals expected against was 7.02, but his goals saved above expected was five topping Igor's 5.7. And do you think, I think the rest of the way, because I spoke to Christy Flannery of the Hockey News, and I think the you got to ride the hot hand of Akira Schmidt, but at the same time, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to uh, forget about Vitek Vanacek and his overall good season. And in the words of Christy Flannery, who cares who's in net? Because you got two reliable goalies now that the New Jersey Devils can, uh, go to at any point. So I think Vitek right now you got to go for the jugular. You got to go for the jugular. Let Schmid do it out. Let Schmid do it out. Yeah. So going into game five, um, I was like, this is pretty much a momentum shift because like I said, whoever wins this game most likely will win the series. And for devils, my thing is you got to close it out, close it, close it out at Madison square garden. Don't give the Rangers any, chance uh, of life don't give them any sort of confidence booster and the devils are a good road team so i think at this point it's their series to lose so right right now the devils have them on their heels and this the rangers are not playing with house money they're playing with high expectations they traded for tarasenko they traded for patrick kane they're getting all this extra hype and hoopla from Steve Levy and Ray Ferraro, who were stroking off the Rangers on TV this whole entire time. I hate to use that term, but they literally were doing that. And I'm glad that PK Subban's doing a little bit of the Ric Flair right now. It just, it's a, it's a fun sight to see now. We got everyone upside down. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, it's nice that P.K. Subban is sort of like representing the devils in that sort of way and that he's always uh, he always has their back and he'll always have a place in the hearts uh, uh, for the New Jersey Devils. But yeah, so Schmidt has definitely been a big contributor for devils in net. But let's talk about some other players. So like Eric Halla, he had a great outing. Michael McLeod, he continues to like dominate on the faceoffs and no one's really talking about it. Um there, there's been a lot of silent but deadly impactful kind of players during the series for Devils, and 
it kind of shows you how much depth they truly have because it's not just the Jack Hughes show. It's not the Nico Keisher show. And also you need to factor in that Jesper Bratt, he's really done little to nothing and he looks scared out there, but I'm sure he'll get his, uh, he'll get his footing underneath them. But yeah, it's not Jesper Bratt show. It's not the Timo Meyer show. It's been a collective unit. So Eric Hollis scored twice yesterday. Andre Palat, he was able to get the opening goal. And Dawson Mercer, he's finally able to get himself going just a little bit. So it's just been a huge collective effort. And you would, and I got to ask you this, Joe. I think the Devils, they have all the momentum going into game six, don't they? They have a lot of momentum. Yes. Um, a lot of the other betting sites have the Devils at like a plus 105. Meanwhile, they have the Rangers at like a plus one at a minus 130. So they seem favored to win at the Garden. The Rangers do, but I don't think that's the way it's going because A, it's momentum. B, the 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 young goaltender is battering the Rangers goaltender in Shesterkin. The Devils are in Shesterkin's head now. And I mentioned this an episode ago or plus, and the Rangers get more tired now playing the devil's game. The devils are done playing the Rangers game. As long as the devils play the way they did last night, they will do what they do. Right. It's just, you know, like I mentioned before, the art of war, you know, your system, you know, you follow you know, your higher ups, like your generals and all that, everything stays in line. You play accordingly. Your odds of winning are greater than some others. So I believe in the way this, uh, this core group from um, the brass all the way down is set up to, to deliver a big win. And one of the guys I know from Chicklets, I know his name, I can't mention them anymore, but he said Devils and Six. I said Devils and Six, and see it on my Twitter. I did also, and people can look back at this at my videos or my previous podcast episodes. But yeah, I also said Devils and Six. I I thought that they could repeat what they did during the course of the regular season, and of course they go down 0-2. Rangers fans are saying it's going to be an easy sweep, and saying that the Devils aren't ready, or saying that. Devils fans are delusional or whatever case might be. I was like, look, I, I've seen what this team is capable of doing. And speaking of capability, um, I want to hear some of your uh, look lookouts from game five that could carry over into game six. Still more in store with Jersey Joe. But before we continue, I want to tell you about game time. So game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. So forget planning months of advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets from Football, the basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And maybe a ticket to game six of the first round playoff series between the New York Rangers and the New Jersey Devils. So you might want to get your ticket while you still can. The game time guaranteed means you'll get the best price. If the ticket is in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. So download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. 
Last minute ticket deals, lowest price guaranteed. All right, let's get back to our discussion with Jersey Joe. Take it away once again. So obviously we talked about Schmidt. We talked briefly about Hala, but uh, give me more of your thoughts from game five and how does this uh, and who carries over into game six? Who 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 do you have your eye on? Well, you got to keep your eye on Kevin Ball. He's been nothing but what Bruce Springsteen would say, bring on your wrecking ball and give me your best shot and see what you got. And really, he's laid down the hammer. He's this young version of Ken Danico and Zidane Chara in one. I really love what he's doing. Um, the next guy you got to think about is uh, Jonas Siegenthaler, uh, Ryan Graves to an extent. But you really have to think about all those other guys like Nathan Bastion, Curtis Lazar. Those guys that don't get enough uh, credit for being on the fourth line. Uh, Jesper Bofist, he was so creative yesterday. Even though he didn't exactly score, he was, you know, killing time, keeping the puck in the Rangers' end, and trying to create some chaos. We need guys that do that because when you take away time and space in your opponent's zone, you're buying time for your goaltender to regroup. You're buying time for your defenseman. Uh, to join in on the rush a little bit. And it it it's another weapon in the devil's playbook. Yeah, I think Jesper Boquist's skating ability ha- has been on full display during the course of the playoffs, even though a lot of people n- might not uh, acknowledge his contribution. Curtis Lazar, uh, another X factor, because he was inserted into the lineup for game three. And this is a guy who's barely played with the devils during the course of the year. So it was a... Big, somewhat of a big risk for Lindy Ruff to sit Miles Wood in favor of Curtis Lazar because, with the exception of of a couple injuries here and there, Miles Wood has never been a healthy scratch during the course of the regular season. So, making him a healthy scratch now, I'm sure it wasn't easy for Lindy Ruff to do. There's a lot that goes into scratching a player more than what people realize. But yeah, Curtis Lazar has also been a a good add to this roster and something I talked about in previous episodes, which is you got to give Curtis Lazar a chance because I think he could do everything that Miles Wood could do, but a little more efficiently. But yeah, the big one is Kevin Ball, especially we see, we saw him uh, just play aggressive and he is, I I think he is right now, the New Jersey Devils' best defensive minded defenseman. Like when I say defensive minded, he's not going to score. That's not his job. He's not going to rack up the points, but you see him holding down the four on the blue line and something else I realized is that he is being a, a, a he's not afraid to you know thrust his body around. So you got him like hip checking some Rangers players. You got him going at it with Goodrow. But I think for Goodrow, he needs to like pick on someone his own size. And in that case, pick on someone a little smaller because uh, all 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 uh, Kevin Ball really had to do was just like stay tall because Goodrow wasn't going to get any good licks on him. But yeah, so we're seeing Kevin Ball just piss off the Rangers just a little bit, but hey, that's what Kevin Ball's uh, supposed to do. And and it's something I talked to Christy Flannery just a couple days ago, which is it's just amazing that Kevin Ball has gone from seventh-role defenseman to now being an everyday player and actually being on the most consistent defensive pairing line alongside with Damon Severson, who's also accepted somewhat of a smaller role since the Devils have more depth this year. Yeah, and I mean – you look at the way that this team is constructed. You you have 
couple other guys like Luke Hughes and Simon Nemeth who will come up eventually, but not right now. The time for this group is just too good to allow anyone else to step in unless there's any other injuries, but I digress from that. But if you're looking at the NHL playoff odds of making the second round, uh, the highest odds for someone to make the second round is Edmonton is like close to 85%. The doubles have an odds of 80.5% making the second round. So if they clinch at the garden, that's Ranger elimination day, better known as code red. Well, I think they, like I said, this is at this point, this is the devil's series to lose. They are in the driver's seat and the Rangers are in trouble. And uh, Gerard Gallant, I, I don't think he can be, I don't think he's too pleased with his team because he expressed his frustration after game four. And I presume game five didn't go much better, but it seems like something happened to the Rangers uh, execution that made them take a couple steps backwards. Because if you compare their, their goal differential from the first two games and the last three games, obviously the difference is night and day. Their power play hasn't been all that effective. They're giving, they're coughing up the puck a lot more. It seems like they're trying to play a style of hockey that works better for the devils and not necessarily their own team. The only, the only line that constantly gives the New Jersey devils a headache here and there, or, or is a threat to score is that kid line of Heidel, Kako and Lafreniere. Uh, so another thing, like I went the first two games, it was the Kreider line <clears throat> that was more dangerous than anything. But the the little the, the little kid line isn't doing as what they are supposed to. And Laf and those guys are getting fits uh with Schmidt. And Schmidt is feeding off basically what the Rangers are trying to do but that he knows what they're capable of doing. And he just, <clears throat> he br like he brings this stability in net where the defensemen and the forwards just feel good. Like yesterday, uh, the Rangers think that they have a four V four like advantage, but then they get it turned into a shorthanded goal given up like Eric hollow on the breakaway Dawson Mercer also, like scored a shorthanded goal. He just bombed that one. And I tell people, no matter how many times on heads up hockey or on pucks and pitchforks that the Taylor Hall trade is the most important trade tree along with what ties into the Timo Meyer and Blake Coleman trades that have helped the New Jersey devils speed through this rebuild and getting them into the fruits of this many years of success in the playoffs. And you've seen it here first. Timo Meyer is the agitator once again, and you are going to have him for many years. Jesper Brad's going to be here for many years. And I would like to see those guys. They're going to eventually break through. If it's not in tomorrow uh, when this video goes up, It'd probably be the second round if they clinch. So I can see it opening up a little bit more. Um, the Rangers, to me, they look too exhausted because they just seem, A, frustrated. They grip their sticks too tight. Um, guys like Tarasenko, Lafreniere, uh, Kane, they seem they want to pass too much. And 
it's becoming their death wish. And I think the Devils now are shooting the puck a lot better. And they're seeing this, the seams a lot better. I'm not sure what you think, but this Devils team looks like they're ready to kill. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I could say is, like, they have gotten better these last three wins. So their first win, game three, they escaped by the skin of their teeth. They win in overtime. Game two wasn't dominating fashion, but they were able to get the win. And it was a and it was better than their last performance in game three. And then um, and then here we are, game five. Akira Schmidt is able to secure a shutout. Eric Hala mm-hmm. is showcasing why he is so valuable to any playoff team he contributes on. Um, we're seeing we we saw the New Jersey Devils, but just basically take the wind out of the Rangers sails early because Early on, you could just see that the Devils that I I usually hate using this phrase because I don't believe in the phrase like wanting it more in sports because it's like look everyone wants to win like I don't I don't get what what that mind I don't get why people would say that teams have this certain mindset but for lack of a better term in in the first period you just saw the Devils be way more aggressive way more physical play with speed a lot more they looked like they were better skaters out there and you just knew that the Rangers. Um, that they weren't going to win after they let up the second goal to Eric Holla in period number two. You just knew that it, it just seems like that deflated them a little bit more. And I think going back to what I said in the previous episode, it might be in their heads just a little bit, like like what Timo Meyer did with Igor uh, Shesterkin. So it, it it might be mental at this point for them. And you got to take advantage of their mental mishaps because we're seeing the Rangers make mistakes that, they haven't really done during the course of the regular season. And quite honestly, um, yeah, don't give them any hope whatsoever. Close it out in game six. What the devil's been doing lately is scoring first and scoring often. And maybe not as often. Which which is really hard to do against uh, Shesterkin, who's one of the best goalies in this generation. Right now, it just feels like the devils know what they're doing at this point. And to give you a little context, uh, to win round one and six, the Devils have an odds of 46.8 per money puck. And you look at the Rangers' odds, it is 0%. But the winning the best of seven for the Rangers is a 19.5%. Uh, the Devils for uh, winning in seven would be 33.7%. So Really, this is do or die for the Rangers. And any Devils fan who's going to the Garden, the tickets are on more of a discount now. And that kind of tells you something. And I have a buddy named Billy Botch of the Trap Podcast. You probably had him on before. Um, I have but, but I, I would like to at some point. So he's going to be at game six. And Neil Villapiano. You know him. We know him well. He's yes, going to be the devil state of mind podcast. So we got a couple of guys that are going to be there. And hopefully this is going to be a wonderful closeout. Um, and you know what? I respect Gerard Gallant as a coach, but um, just some of the things that some of the other Ranger players, I do not like, you know, for the first couple of games. But definitely, like, Ryan Lindgren's a guy I just don't like. Yeah, we saw we saw Lindgren get into it with Siegenthaler a little bit. Um, I, I, I guess Lindgren was just a little frustrated that that 
that the punt late in period number three didn't go past uh, Schmid, which quite honestly, I was still baffled by. That should have been a goal for the Rangers. And trust trust me, I I, I the Devils know that feeling. But yeah, Lindgren, you, yeah, go ahead. If, if you looked at the camera angle, so from Sportsnet and NHL TV, they actually showed uh, when Schmid was down, he had his paddle the back end of the paddle where the blade meets, it squares up to the puck, kept it out, and Halla didn't close his hand. He swiped it away. And that was the big key right there. Even if the Devils do give up that goal, the Devils still end up winning that game because they have three, they would have three plus goals or two plus goals, but go for that third goal anyway. But I think that was. I, Honestly, I know Eric Halla had a big game getting a power play goal, a shorthanded assist, and an empty netter, but I think that was the play of the game for him because he saved the bacon of Akira Schmidt and and uh and preserved his his shutout. And um I'm not sure if you saw this, but when uh Nico Heischer took that face off, he actually blind soccer passed it right to Eric Halla, right on the tape. And yeah, yeah, and he got the primary assist on the uh, empty netter. So, uh, yeah, Nico Heischer, he's slowly but surely coming into fruition just a little bit, but um, at least he's putting up point. At least he's putting up some sort of production, and I'm sure we'll see Nico Heischer take his game to the next level once the Devils, if and when the Devils do advance. Well, I'll say this: in Nico Heischer's draft year, uh, I was watching him play for Switzerland. And the type of drive he had um, was more designed for playoff hockey. I knew that he would be a playoff guy. It was only a matter of when. And he and Siegenthaler on that team, they just were uh, designed to win. And then when they eventually came close to upsetting Team USA, um, for me, that said a lot about him. And just seeing... Siegenthaler plays game at the highest level as well. I think these guys have yet to prove themselves even more. And you look at Schmid, he's done a lot. Um, Kevin Ball, when he and Mercer were part of uh, Hockey Canada and they won the gold against Russia, I had a good feeling that these guys were going to turn into really good NHL players. Some people doubted Kevin Ball skating. I did not because I saw him on the transition. And he helped chip in a little bit offensively, but I knew his uh, hard hitting and I knew I turned you on to uh, a special Sasquatch in our uh, doubles defense. So really, I just see the trends growing with these kids um, in their later years. Yeah, I mean, they they are definitely developing in the right direction. And and I think people are and at, at a big stage like the playoffs. I think it's a good pedestal to uh, for some of these kids to showcase their their talent. Like for Kevin Ball, for example, I think people I I did a full fledged episode about it during the course of the regular season. Towards the end of it, I said, "Look at his defensive point shares. Look at his blocks. Look at his hits. Look at the uh, amount of penalties he's not getting, or that kind of thing." He's uh, being very physical and aggressive out there, and I think uh, he deserves a lot more credit. Or look at someone like uh, Nathan Bastion. Uh, coming up big on the PK. There's a reason why the the Rangers are 0 for what, like 0 for 10 in their last uh, power play opportunities. And then you see like Curtis Lazar, he's been an X factor. Akira Schmidt, he's been 
uh, crucial for Devils, 22 years old, not much experience, but at the biggest stage of the playoffs, he is definitely coming through for this uh, Devils team. So, Jersey Joe, before we um, wrap things up, I want to hear like predictions for game six. So obviously we got some, we got some friends heading to the, to the Madison square garden. Hopefully anyone who's heading to Madison square garden, please be safe. You know, uh, obviously things can get a little out of hand, especially if the home base is not too happy. So uh, drink responsibly and make sure you don't, uh, don't, don't antagonize. Like I know sports are fun and all, but be safe. I, I was just say have a cheer and a beer, but don't have so many beers that you're gonna cause problems. Do not. That's just that's just not what I would do. But I would typically never go to Madison Square Garden, especially for a hockey game, because that's like asking for hell. But the, to me, Billy and Neil are brave souls enough to deal with Ranger fans and whatnot. I can't stomach that. Um to me, like dealing with the Rangers at game six in the Eastern Conference final was was hell enough for me. So because I'd rather be at my own home and be comfortable. But definitely, guys, just be loud, be proud, bring the jersey tude, and you know, just make sure that you send a message saying that New Jersey's here for many years and we're gonna create so many nightmares for them and other teams that doubt us. And make the haters hate us and make them want to join us, especially that other podcast that has more critics against us. Yeah, so I think I know who you're talking about. But, yeah, so obviously we've been seeing the frustrations with uh, Lindgren, uh, Zabanajad, and um, and a few others uh, during the course of, of the last game. And also Goodrow, Goodrow going at it with Ball. So, uh, it's in the head of the Rangers a little bit. So here's what I'm predicting. I predict the Devils close it out at Madison Square Garden. They're a good road team, and they do something for the first time that they have not done since 1994, which they go down 2 nothing at home, and they're still able to win the series in, I believe, six. I believe the Devils won that uh, series against the Boston Bruins in 94 in six games. That was before. That was five years before I was born, people. So just, uh, j- j- just if you need some <laughs> reference. But – uh yeah, so I was a five-year-old back. <laughs> so let let me think. I think it's time for Timo Meyer and also Jesper Bratt to get back on track a little bit. We've been seeing Andre Pollock get back on track. We saw Dawson Mercer get back on track. We've been seeing Nico Heischer get back on track. I know Bratt has a few points in this series, but I think it's time for Jesper Bratt to be a little less timid out there and basically showcase what he was able to do during the course of the regular season. And while I love Timo Meyer's physicality, I think it's time for him as well to showcase what he's capable of doing from a scoring aspect because his physicality, his grit, and his menacing ways are great and all, but I want to see Timo Meyer score a couple goals here and there. So I think it's time for Timo Meyer and also uh, Jesper Bratt to get back on track a little bit. So I'll throw this in there. So Schmid has a big night in that uh jack hughes opens up the scoring once again uh timo uh scores a nice power forward goal um dawson mercer feeds off again and kevin ball has at least three hits and five blocks well i'm really i'm really excited for game six because it's going to be the 
potential game clincher. And I can't wait to see the headlines. Devils doubted once again. They lost the first two games. People were calling them fraudulent. People were saying that they uh, didn't deserve to be in the playoffs. It was a fluke, but they're doing what they did back early in the year, which is they dropped the first two regular season games and they started winning a lot, including going on a 13 game win streak. So Jersey, you're going to win a lot. You got to have your boy Palat step up once again and bring that wrecking ball. Absolutely. So Andre Palat had five shots on goal in the previous game. He only had three shots on goal during the first four games. So he's definitely coming into his own a little bit more. So Jersey Joe, any final thoughts before uh, we close it out? Devils win four to one and they ain't done. They ain't done. My thing is if they make it out the first round, that's I am perfectly uh, happy with whatever happens afterwards, because in my eyes, if they make it out the first round, they've really showed they've shown the hockey world. Hey, we're legitimate. This wasn't a fluke and we're here for years to come. So I want them to be competitive in the playoffs for the for for the first time in a decent while. I will I I will say this, the odds may be stacked against us, but we got the momentum. Let's do it, baby. Let's go Devils. Red alert, Ranger elimination day coming. All right, Ranger Elimination Day is coming, guys, so we'll see what happens. But Jersey Joe, thank you once again for joining and sharing your thoughts. And, yeah, we previewed Game 6. We talked about Game 5. We talked about some players who have been stepping up big time for New Jersey Devils. And who knows, uh, when I had Christy on this show just a few days ago, everything she said about the Devils came true. She she was big on Eric Holla. We talked about Eric Holla. He has a big game. Kevin Ball, we she said Kevin Ball was one of the more underrated players. He was able to showcase to the Devils fans why he's out there. Um, let's see. We talked about Akira Schmidt being a great goalie, and he has his first career playoff shutout. So I have you on the show, and let's see what happens in game six. I think it's going to be an interesting game tomorrow. Oh, boy. It's going to be good. It's definitely going to be good. Jersey Joe, thanks once again. Thank you.